Welcome to the most must-see and must-listen-to professional wrestling podcast in the history of the world. Welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Paint Train Pipe Bomb Productions. My name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And I know that all of you knew that, so there's no need for me to say it, but what the hell. Everybody says I have the coolest name in the world, so what the heck. But ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is news that really caught me by surprise. Because it appears that the 16-time world champion, the nature boy, Ric Flair, woo, is now all elite. <laughs> the fact that I'm surprised about it is a little bit embarrassing because recently... Ric Flair made his made an appearance on AEW programming, you know, as Tony Khan's special gift to Sting. Now, right now with Sting, basically the big story is is that his his retirement is upon us. Sting has oh, Sting even at 64 years old is pulling off such massive daredevil stunts, taking big bumps. I mean, Sting basically has not lost a touch. Sting at 64 years old still going strong. Still willing to do whatever it takes to put on a good show and a good match. In other words, long story short, Sting is still fully committed and dedicated to this business. But most importantly, he still loves it that much. And that whole thing with Rick, being, Ric Flair being brought in, you know, with this whole storyline story slash program. It makes sense because Ric Flair and Sting have quite a history. 35 years ago, that rivalry between Sting and Ric Flair... Well, that spoke for itself. Now, keep in mind, in Sting's case, this was before the Crow Sting. This was when Sting had the surf, the surfer gimmick. But Sting, you know, had that feud, you know, with the Four Horsemen and Ric Flair. I mean, I, I've watched highlights. I've watched the matches. I've read stories of that rivalry. Oh, you know, Sting is Sting is just one of my favorite wrestlers, man. Sting had a has had a character so unique. I will never forget. At at nine years old, at eight nine years old, I wanted to be Sting for Halloween, and my mom said no. My mom said no. I wanted to be Sting for Halloween, and my mom said no. It's unfortunate, but well, it, it, you know, I guess you know it, it, it was what it was. I, it's, I mean, I, I was I still I still went out there and got candy anyway, so I'm grateful for that. But. <laughs> But for you know for, for Ric Flair to be part of this thing you know it it, it only makes makes sense. Now I'm not gonna go through detail by detail everything you know from Ric Flair's career and Sting's career, but oh, it only makes sense. And, and now that he's signed a multi multi year deal with AEW, you know this is you know somewhat been exciting because as part of this, I mean, so he signs a multi year contract with all of the wrestling, and apparently Ric Flair has an energy energy drink which is called Flair's. Woo energy. It's actually been officially named the official energy drink of AEW. So this is this is a business decision for both AEW and for Ric Flair. So, so according to the uh, the Wrestling Observer, you know Ric Flair again is basically going to be with AEW on on a long term. Because at first I thought that when he was when he was brought in to do the program with Sting, because this is this is now Sting's retirement tour. So I would imagine that, I'm not sure exactly how long this whole thing particularly goes, but um, I think it mentions because 
this whole thing, there's AEW Revolution in next year, so I think Sting's last match, uh, according to this, I mean, I would, I mean, I would imagine either way, but from what I understand, Sting will wrestle his last match at AEW Revolution next year, so, so I'd imagine Ric Flair is, is going to be at, at Sting's side, and you know, the fact that these two, these two guys were rivals, you know, 35 years ago, and now they're allies, you know, it's a good way to end the story, so. So I would imagine that Ric Flair obviously, you know, obviously wants to, is obviously going to do more now. Ric Flair, as we know, you know, wrestled his his last official match, you know, last year. And, you know, the background behind that story about, you know, the, the you know, whatever he, he must have suffered. But there was a source that already said that Ric Flair is, is still willing to work a couple more matches. But I, I doubt that Tony Khan is, is going to allow Ric Flair to, uh, to get in the ring and, and take more bumps, especially considering the health, uh, the health history that Ric Flair has had over the last couple of years, and in, in which you know he almost lost his life. So, so at this point, I think Ric Flair. Now, Ric Flair, obviously, I would imagine that. I think once once this storyline with with Sting ends, I'm not sure if I could if, if I could see him taking a managerial role, like managing another wrestler, because he said on, on an interview with ESPN that uh, if I can find it that. You can't be a manager unless you take bumps because he says that if a manager doesn't take bumps, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense to him. So, so I, I would imagine he's probably going to have a, a, a role backstage, you know, with with, uh, with creative and the booking. I would imagine he's probably going to, you know, teach and mentor a lot of the talent, you know. You know, he's basically going to be brought in to, to kind of help run business aspect, aspects, you know, and to kind of basically help out. In a, in a very unique way. So now, as as far as this goes, on in, in an interview with ESPN, you know, now that he's with AEW, you know, you know, when they basically said about at least one more last match, because how many how many last matches has Ric Flair had? So Ric Flair said, and I quote, "I'm up for it, but they won't let that happen." Unquote. So so I guess Ric Flair, in his case, if he was asked to work a match. He'd be willing to do it, but he knows that it's not gonna happen because they're not they're not gonna let him do it. Ric Flair, as great of a wrestler that he was, you know, he does not he doesn't he doesn't need to work any more matches. I mean, he 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 can still make a massive impact in pro wrestling, but he does not need to work any matches. He he does not. You know, he can I, he can still cut great promos. He can teach and mentor, like I said, teach and mentor people backstage. Be part of creative. Be part of you know. Be, be part of management basically. So, so so at, at at this point really, despite the fact that some of these you know sources have details of uh, Ric Flair's contract, it it really doesn't say anything. So, other than the fact that of course he's part of the program right now on Sting's retirement tour. So, I mean I mean Ric Flair, dude, this dude's been in this business for f over fifty years. I mean, Ric Flair has been in this industry. For over half a century, I mean, he's done everything. You know, 16-time world champion, a two-time WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> this dude's done everything, so... I mean... So, so at, at this point, you know... Aside from, you know... Again, you know, basically, once this whole program with Sting, you know, is, is officially over... You know... Who knows what Ric Flair will be doing now? Because he signed a multi-year contract, I'm pretty sure that Tony Khan has laid out plans of you know, and I'm sure Tony Khan said, "Well, when the time is right, 
you'll 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 take this role. So, you know, I should mention that now that Ric Flair's energy drink is called the Woo Energy. It's now that it's part now it's, that it's officially AEW's official energy drink. It's actually going to be sold at AEW shows, which makes sense. So, of course, you know it, it'll be backstage as well. You know, as far as catering, you know, for, for the talent and, and everything, so uh, everything like that. So, man, I mean, the fact you know, you know, when he made his his debut, you know, for AEW, it, it was just it it was something special because you know Sting, you know, made that announcement that you know if in of course, it's it's teasing his retirement, and and we all we all know it's coming. So I mean, because again, you know, Sting, sixty four years old, and he'll be sixty five next year. I mean, it, it's amazing that even at, even even at this age, you know, Sting still you know taking bumps in the in his matches like that. I mean, he he already announced last month that he's that he's retiring next March. So 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 I'm glad that you know I'm able to clarify it because you know I, my head was kind of spinning. So. So, so for Sting to announce, you know, last month that he's retiring in March of next year, you know, and Flair's involved in, 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 his, in his retirement tour. I mean, you have one of his biggest rivals involved, you know, like that. So, you know, it only, uh, it, it, it only makes sense. But, you know, for three years so far with AEW, and again, Sting pulling off these stunts, like these daredevil stunts, you know, jumping off the ladders, you know, that stuff with the balconies, going through tables. That whole the the whole story, the whole program of Darby Allen. I mean, it's been absolutely fantastic. So, I mean, you know, check this out. <laughs> According to ESPN, Ric Flair said that even even if he doesn't have a last match, he still wants to take at least quote one more bump. Flair even acknowledged that if AEW were to request that he go through a table, he would absolutely do it. That doesn't surprise me because Ric Flair is a tough SOB and you know he's he's always been fearless and courageous. So you know, of course, th this is where he said, and I quote, "You can't be a manager and not take bumps. It just doesn't make sense. You got to be able to feed and jump in and move around. And I do all that. I train hard. I train hard. So we'll see. I'm up for anything." Unquote. So. So, so basically, so if if Ric Flair is now kind of basically in the role of Sting's manager, and of course any anybody that Sting works with, of course you know he's working with the heels. Of course you know they're going to try to go after Ric Flair. So, so then we remember how uh, all the heart failure and the infection, you know, of course the ruptured intestine kidney failure he suffered about six years ago. Man, I mean he you know since twenty you know since then I mean he had four heart surgeries so. So despite all that, even though Ric Flair is still willing to take all these bumps and you know is willing to do whatever you know just to just to create an impact, you know again you know much like Sting, you know Ric Flair is still fully committed and dedicated to this business and, and is basically just willing to do whatever whatever is best for business. So, but still, I mean even though Ric Flair is right, it does not make sense for you to be a manager and not take bumps. He's 100% right, but I think an exception for Ric Flair ought to be made. So because again. Everything Ric Flair's done, greatly appreciated. He's always, you know, there's not, nothing that can, can be taken away from Ric Flair, so. But now, I'm, you know, I'm already asking myself, like, who, who's Sting's last match going to be against? You know, I would not be surprised if it was against Darby Allen. Or, <laughs> well, you, you know, what the heck, why not? Could you imagine if Sting's last match was against Ric Flair? And <laughs> Ric Flair, and, and then after that, 
Ric Flair officially announces his retirement from active competition as well. <laughs> I mean, imagine that. So I would not be surprised, despite everything that, even though Ric Flair shouldn't, doesn't have to and shouldn't work another match, it would not surprise me if on AEW Revolution 2024, March of next year, Sting's last match, if Sting's last match was against Ric Flair, it would not surprise me. And you know what? It finishes where it begun. And I would imagine that Ric Flair obviously is going to put Sting over. And then Ric Flair retires from in-ring competition. And it goes that way. Another thing is obviously like I just said. It wouldn't surprise me as well if Sting's final match was against Darby Allen. So. Oh boy. You know. And I should mention. the final In the final episode of WCW Nitro in 2001. The main event of that show was Sting versus Ric Flair. Again. It finishes where it begun. And we're not just talking about back at 35 years ago in the final episode of WCW Nitro. I mean, this has all been a story within itself. The story must have an ending, and the ending needs to be done grade A correctly. So, oh boy. So right now, I really don't know what to expect, you know, too much out of this tour as far as Sting's retirement tour, but Ric Flair b being an AEW, you know, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, I imagine, you know, <laughs> even though the, this is just merely a rumor, I mean, this kind of seems to be a bullshit, a bullshit rumor, but Tony Khan apparently wants to bring in Hulk Hogan as well. I mean, <laughs> could you imagine if Hulk Hogan becomes part of Sting's retirement tour as well? Because, you know, again, you know, from the 1997 uh, Star, I think it was the, the Starcade, how, you know, of course, you know, that particular uh, match as well, so, I guess it would make sense as well, but, uh, yeah, you brought in Ric Flair already, I, I don't think, yeah, Hulk Hogan, I mean, uh, I, I don't know, so, but I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't, again, it's nothing more than just a rumor that could, that, that could be total bullshit for all I know, but, if Tony Khan does bring in Hulk Hogan, and Hulk Hogan's part of the Sting retirement tour as well, well, I don't know. But, but as far as Ric Flair goes, so if it turns out to be this way, you know, if Sting's final match is against Ric Flair, they have the match, Sting versus Ric Flair, and it all goes well, and then at the end, at the end of the match, you know, you know, Sting wins, they shake hands, they hug, and then even Ric Flair announces his, his retirement for good, you know, it, it, it's going to be the, it's going to be the sweetest fairy tale ending, so, and then after that, because, because again, Ric Flair is on a multi-year contract, I would imagine that at that point, Ric Flair is basically going to transition to a backstage role, maybe as a producer or or, or a coach. As they, you know, the term for AEW for the for for producer is coach. So, so I would imagine that Ric Flair is probably going to fully move on to a to a to a role backstage or you know or whatever. So, we'll have to wait and see. But, but Ric Flair is now part of All Elite Wrestling, and honestly, we'll see we'll see how things go moving forward and. You know, at the end of the day, I can throw out all the theories I want, but at the end of the day, it's all just theories. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. So please, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, and please be sure that you hit the notification bell that way, I know for sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, 
Ringside Chaos is the greatest pro wrestling podcast in the history of the world. So if you or any family members of yours or if any friend of yours are lovers of pro wrestling and they are looking for the best pro wrestling podcast to listen to, then Ringside Chaos is the show for them. Thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one. God bless.